0: Welcome all to The Mandalorian, a Star Wars podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial podcast for the Outer Rim Territories. My name is Matt, and joining me in the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore is Pete. Hello there, Pete.
1: Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone here today to talk to you about The Mandalorian Season 3 trailer before its March 1st uh, return
0: can it be march 1st already unfortunately the answer is no but pete keeping us busy in the galaxy far far away lately uh on the pop culture podcast feed and the andor podcast feed uh has been us discussing the uh the first six chronological star wars movies uh that's your episodes one through six just did uh the empire strikes back last weekend and uh rearing up to cap off the double trilogy with return of the jedi this saturday
1: Been a lot of fun to revisit those films of course of you know my very early youth and you know matt saw them when he was a child as well uh and then to bring you our special editions on uh patreon.com
0: yeah the whole the whole journey has certainly been a fun one and uh pete the universe giving us timing here you know what with one star wars podcast uh left on this uh, this winter wintertime schedule now we have uh fresh full-length mandalorian season three final trailer footage to hash over here um
1: you know a lot of what we've seen before there was the trailer that was shown um i believe it was at Star Wars celebration with a lot of these things, and granted, it had not been long since they had wrapped there. Uh, some new stuff, some surprises, at some things that don't pop up, um, and and then of course uh, what we did see, and at least one difference, Matt between what aired on Monday Night Football and then, of course, what was available online and the trailer that is
0: on Disney+. Plus. Well, let's start, Pete, with the expected, whether there were new shots or not. Certainly the notion of uh, the the Battle for Mandalore and more Mandalorians about uh, that as a major driver of the season question mark and i want to return to that notion in a moment uh but there's that you know lots of mandalorians and you know our mando will be looking for for uh, a fresh start in the waters uh of mandalore and so forth and then of course pete something that we have joked about and people on twitter have joked about and then some people now have not joked about that um surprise surprise uh grogu is back (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: there's this disconnect between people that don't seem to think the book of Boba Fett matters. It does. All of it does. I think all of it will be brought to bear. But in particular, those episodes towards the end where the Mandalorian and Grogu and everybody else uh, are involved. And, you know, we joked about it a little bit, you know, the, the previously on the Mandalorian will include previously on the book of Boba Fett to kind of catch you up and, and get ready. Um, and yeah, there's a casual fan out there and everything like that. I think it's going to yield uh, new viewership to the book of Boba Fett, but, you know, ever since the end of season two, and certainly with the addition of the character work, the Mandalorian had in the book of Boba Fett, there's been momentum towards this battle for Mandalore towards who holds on to the dark saber and seems even more, you know, focused in whoever has that will wind up leading the disparate factions of Mandalorians still surviving. I think the voiceover we get from Din Djarin at the beginning of this trailer is kind of mashed up from some different things. Uh Two thoughts. One, um, you know, he's, he's speaking at times to other Mandalorians, Matt, a working theory I have as well is that the title of this show has nothing to do
0: with Din Djarin. Um, <laughs> that's a very interesting theory because, you know, as I hinted at before, my theory is uh the battle of mandalore is not the entire season um certainly the notion that frequently with shows like this you get a lot of footage from the first you know x number of episodes and then you look back and go oh my goodness there was no footage from the last three four episodes of the season uh or eagle-eyed people say you know we only have three shots from the trailer left and we're at the mid-season mark that sort of thing so um that's that's my theory that we're going to get less than eight episodes of the Battle of Mandalore. And here you are saying that the Mandalorian might not even be the Mandalorian? Tell, tell me more.
1: What if... Because remember, he chose Din Djarin over Luke Skywalker and Yoda's lightsaber. What if Grogu, by the time this show is over, is the Mandalorian?
0: Well first thought there pete is that mandalorian is not a race it is a creed so that would certainly be possible there um look could the show reach that point i think so and there's probably nothing preventing this show from going either as long as uh you know john favreau and dave filoni would like to take it slash (laughs) i was gonna say and or and then pete that now becomes a a forbidden uh bit of grammar in the star wars universe um you know slash does the sun start to fade on this show at some point i mean you know ask Gunsmoke and law and order they went 20 seasons plus why not why not this but certainly a show in which pete your child actor is not going to grow out of childhood and Pedro pascal worse comes to worse if he ages a bit you keep the helmet on a little bit more and you know if you need to swap in a a a third main stunt performer uh there's that option too so yeah could this show go long enough that grogu um ages up to become the mandalorian uh the next generation of of a mandalorian uh certainly i mean heck pete even with just a flash forward at the end of the show at the end of the series it makes that possible as well
1: Well, I think with the largesse they've found themselves with this character, outrageously popular, Um, they've got to be tactful in terms of how they do it. You know, one of the things I was wondering would they try to drop our jaws last night before, uh, you know, the season and, you know, we could see. Grogu's first word spoken in the trailer would they you know give a christopher lloyd that type of you know uh spot certainly you want to reach you know for an iconic voice and then i'm like all right but you know he's in his 80s uh yeah they've done the james earl jones thing where they're now using the the app to uh, you know create his lines, but that could be a tough one. Particularly, um, you know that we saw the scene from Order sixty six in this trailer. Um, you know something that, if you watch the book of Boba Fett, has resonance, um, and the question there of are are we seeing uh, Grogu escorted? out of the Jedi Temple by this quartet of lightsaber-wielding Jedi here, um, and the door in front of them being cut through conceivably by a lightsaber. Uh, Is this a misdirect? Is this a flashback on the darksaber, which at one point was in the Jedi Temple? Could there be bad if if only hayden christensen had recently reprised the role and shot on the jedi temple set uh that they could have done some stuff there or um you know one theory i've seen floated i kind of like um fallen uh jedi padawan barris ofi from the clone wars what if she's the one who saved or spirited away Grogu I think there's a lot of interesting directions they could go and it, it seems like they're going to give us a little bit more if not
0: tell us that story in season three. First of all pete in the last uh, less than 24 hours much digital ink spilled with many people claiming first the theory that they have figured it out that it is Anakin Skywalker on the other side of that door so uh, Pete, I don't say that to take away from you mentioning it uh, if anything, just the people that are like there are many people on social media saying, all right, hear me out. What if we are on the other side <laughs> of the door? based on what we saw in Kenobi like right? <laughs> like uh, oh man, a guy who was placed in the same building in a 2005 movie uh you're 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 predicting is also gonna be in that build the same character is gonna be in that building you know, okay. Put to a larger point, Pete, I know that we have talked about um what we have tongue in cheek referred to as the Star Avengers, this this serious plan. Uh, again, Star Avengers our term for it, but this this plan that exists in the real world to have um the Mandalorian portion of the timeline have some sort of crossover with, you know, Ahsoka, skeleton crew, and so forth, uh the the once uh Rangers of the New Republic now less so um but my point is this i know that book of boba fett is obviously part of that you know five years plus post return of the jedi portion of the timeline um and i know that uh i know that the kenobi series was not by virtue of it being uh you know 10 12 years before a new hope but that doesn't mean that there aren't the same lucasfilm people all sitting in a conference room sharing ideas and feeding off of each other and so forth so the possibility that stuff that showed up in kenobi which was pertinent and important to that story i.e framing uh the attack on the jedi temple uh framing anakin's you know extreme guilt in it and uh, also setting up the Riva character as a youngling, and so on and so forth. That all worked for that show, but that does not mean that some smart people weren't also like, "Hey, oh, hey we, we could use this." Exactly. Hey, we, we, you know, Grogu was spirited away from the Jedi Temple. Was said in Mandalorian season two, you know, twenty twenty, and Kenobi comes out, twenty twenty two, you know, and with little covid paused here this at the other the production pre-production probably was pretty Even probably was was quite similar so again just point being you can have that back and forth conversation even though you're not going to have obi-wan kenobi show up in the mandalorian book of boba fett ahsoka skeleton crew crossover event tv show movie whatever that's going to look like in x number of years
1: yeah you know we see some Looking off a lot like TIE Interceptors, the the fastest speed TIE fighter chasing after uh, a Mandalorian starfighter would imagine it's Bo Katan's. Kind of surprised, Matt. No Bo Katan, particularly the way Katie Sackhoff is a a gift to the fandom and so into this role and so happy to be playing the uh, real. Uh, action, live action version of a character she began by voicing. Um, and I think this is going to turn out to be a massive vehicle for her in season three. Some of the previous trailer stuff we had seen, uh, she's on some sort of throne somewhere uh, and again, still wants to lay claim to the dark saber. Um How about to what looks to be a bar of nothing but droids. Uh, You know, are we going to flip the script on the original cantina? You know, uh, your droids, uh, they're not welcome here. We're going to have a bar, um, you know, frequented only by droids. There's at least three battle droids in the shot. There's some R2 units. Uh, There's a bartender. Um, Could be kind of fun to kick the Mandalorian out. Wait, we don't, we don't take your kind here
0: um yeah when i rewatch, or maybe i saw reference i mean i, I kind of saw the scene as what it was it's a bunch of droids in the bar okay and i hadn't fully kind of soaked it up that it was it, it was in its appearance a droids only uh we'll say room whether it's a droids only bar or whatever it might be you know time will tell um then i saw online people saying look it's it's even the return of the battle droids and kind of going back and go oh yeah you know for as much as you kind of go, oh, prequel is silly, and they, those are the droids that go, uh-oh, and things like that. Like, good After memories Rod. and so forth. Um, So, yeah, just... There's those touchstones. Um, I would say, back to the Bo-Katan... Uh, <laughs> the lack of Bo-Katan in the trailer, if we know anything from Disney marketing, it's usually that the itch... The, they want you to have the itch that you have so the fact that we're saying you know but you know hashtag where is Bo-Katan um I mean maybe if you want to go so far as to say maybe that points towards her not in the first episode or the first two episodes maybe that's got its own little arc to it and all of a sudden you go uh uh-oh now it really is showdown time um or maybe she's there from the start and we're just meant to say but wait the one thing that you guaranteed me kind of I don't know what the U is. You, Disney. You, Mandalorian. You, the universe. You guaranteed me Bo-Katan as the female lead in this season. And now you're not even advertising her there. What's up with that? Again, I think we're meant to be asking that question and saying there's a solution to find out the answer to that question. You know what it is, Pete? Tune in on March 1st.
1: <laughs> and subsequent weeks, too. Like, I, I think... They've always been very shrewd with the marketing. We go back to the you know, first season and how little was shown and then the adventures that we've gone on. I think they've held to that for the majority of their seasons and their shows. Um, not surprised to not see any Moff Gideon here. I mean, we know... He's involved. We, we saw Dr. Pershing in a, in a couple shots there, Coruscant. Um, you know, one of the droids that's in the uh, bar is uh, driving a speeder with him in it. And then he's apparently in the shot uh, looking at the Star Destroyer and the one that is not on Disney Plus. I'm sorry, that is on Disney Plus. Uh, I guess kind of expected, Matt. No Cara Dune, no mention
0: um no more <laughs> no more Cara Dune. um like we've discussed before I don't see a dramatic upside to dramatic within the story and dramatic in the real world I don't see an upside to the show writing her out I think she's just written out you know is it worth some sort of twitter campaign or is it worth some sort of now people are hiring a tow banner to or or banner tower, or whatever it's called, plane to do like it's not worth upsetting that portion of the Pete, I'll say viewership because I don't know that they're actually part of the fandom. Um but there, there's no reason to go there. Indeed, Pete, here's my here, here here's my smallest of theories that perhaps we'll never know. I don't know. I think that whatever role Cara Dune was going to play in the the structure of the star avengers of the structure of these shows coming together uh indeed her being the lead character in rangers of the new republic which now has gone away um i think that we have uh carson teva the x-wing pilot the x-wing cop if you will the the x-wing ranger of the new republic i think he's fulfilling again i'm not saying he's the lead character in a rangers of the new republic show i think that that's been I think your your core four now is Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka and uh skeleton crew. But I think that
1: Cobb oh, Vanth.
0: Um I don't think there's going to personally I don't think there's going to be a Cobb Vanth series. I think that you know Cobb Vanth can come from the book of, I mean there's obviously a lot of Mandalorian book of Boba Fett uh overlap there but I think that I think that if you're going to sit and go we are headed towards a big thing and again You want to discuss now? You want to discuss some other time, Pete? Do they make the big Star Avengers thing? Do they make it just the Disney Plus thing that breaks the internet, or do they make it the movie where you go, "We're sure this is going to do well because we have all these numbers and all this, that, the other"? It's been, you know, we 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 filled all the all the age requirements, all the gender requirements, all the diversity requirements the whole thing is in mandalorian book of boba fett ahsoka and skeleton crew and all the people that are associated with that boom go bring us star wars star avengers again nominal title but again just to return to my original point i think that the character of carson teva the 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 space cop the space x-wing cop i think he's going to get all the space cop lines and story stuff that might have once been a cara dune uh portion of it if not for decisions made in in our galaxy
1: entirely possible he seems to be wearing too a jacket very similar to poe dameron for the resistance in the last jedi the leather with the patch on the side there seems like he's got some kind of rancor squadron patch on as well so could be a lot of fun there um i mean listen we expect a lot of Mandalorian involvement we got that um you know uh we knew and we had seen previously that Babu Frick from uh the Rise of Skywalker was going to be in there no idea he had a buddy or a brother or a twin or what have you who's going to be there with a little uh uh Fu Manchu uh style goatee that'll be a lot of fun real popular character there I mean, it's got everything to interest you and pull you in. It doesn't give you too much. You see Grogu using the Force at the end there to really zing you. And uh, yeah, man, like these next couple weeks can't
0: go quick enough. The question I have, I guess for you, Pete, although you haven't seen the season, so I guess maybe it's a question for the universe, but... Uh as i had said i think in our last mandalorian discussion rewatching season 2 i was so struck by how it kind of felt self contained it really retained the season 1 like here's a thing here here's a thing there it kind of retained that feeling while strengthening the overall arc of the season and arc of the series while also again in, in with you know with the entire season and then some down the rearview mirror just unabashedly being like and here is our rangers the new republic setup and here is our book of boba fett setup and here is our ahsoka setup um do we see that in season three and do we know how to sense it like will we be able to sense it if ahsoka shows up and at the end of the episode she says i don't know mando i guess i'll have to deal with this some other time okay that's a setup but you know are we i feel like sometimes hashtag it's all connected gets a bad rap you know is babu frick there in part because there's a really great animated series that's coming out six months from now that sort of thing for that um let me answer
1: your question with a question uh if if only matt there's a mandalorian adjacent character could kind of be the Nick Fury here. Um, I've just frozen on a still from the uh, the trailer where Grief Karga comes out, and now he's got a gold cape on, and I wasn't 100% sure of where this location was, but as he's shaking uh, the Mandalorian's hand, and Grogu is there in the background, you can very clearly see the statue of IG-11, which is standing on the helmet, the sculpted helmet of a stormtrooper, uh, in this square. So that is clearly Navarro. He's further built it up. I think he's going to be your Nick Fury. I think he's the guy who's going to step out of the shadows and say, "Hey, any of you Mandalorians know a, a Jedi?" And you know, a, a small town robot sheriff, and you know, a clone turned good guy, like he's the guy to do that. And given that Call Weathers returns as a uh director in season three, give him a shot at maybe uh directing a little something something. Uh I'm talking about whatever the Star Avengers turns into, maybe even a movie.
0: Well of course he's not the only director of the season uh returning from prior seasons uh, along with Carl Weathers is Bryce Dallas Howard and Rick Famuyiwa, and then joining them is uh Rachel Morrison uh the the uh director of photography from Black Panther Lee Isaac Chung and Peter Ramsey so and Peter and- Ramsey was involved with uh Spider-Man
1: um but You know, Bryce Dallas Howard, you put her on a short list to, one, be doing The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett done some of the most popular episodes. And then, two, she's going to wind up directing one of these films, if not running a show at some point. And Famayua has been given a greater title and more responsibilities as well. And, you know, we know the writing room is small, Matt, and that's been uh, a criticism of the Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. Okay, it, it's valid. It's it's small. It's not representative at all. Um but you cannot be upset with what they've done about the director chairs for uh
0: these series as a whole. Oh, it's tremendously talented people again, some of them with that Star Wars cred and some of them new to this universe, but i mean a couple thoughts come to mind first of all i'll take favreau at his word from season one that one of his goals was to kind of grow the director ranks in terms of uh favreau's kind of vision of technology and the volume and kind of all of that add to it i know ahsoka is in the can but they have yet to formally announce a full director slate there Um, among them at least what's been announced is uh dave filoni directing multiple episodes and peter ramsey so again point being they're growing they're growing their ranks here on kind of the favreau filoni way of doing things uh whether it's for this show whether it's for ahsoka whether it's for skeleton crew that has yet to start to film and so forth acolyte i know has been recently filming i I don't know how favreau filoni adjacent acolyte is but these are all people my point being who can continue to thrive in star wars stuff let alone marvel and other other corners of hollywood
1: yeah and you know i think they've continued to build that brand out and to make really shrewd decisions about what they've you know decided to put forth in terms of the vision uh, and and who they've had sit in that chair. And I, I think that more than overcompensates for the small number of people you've had write the shows.
0: Well, Pete, looking ahead to uh, our own uh, adventures with the Mandalorian series i'm sure between now and march 1st we'll do one more preview maybe more if news warrants uh but just a reminder to new and old listeners alike that uh, star wars saturdays will be when uh we'll be podcasting uh each episode so starting with uh 3-3 march 3rd uh that's when we'll be talking about uh mandalorian episode 301 entitled Oh, wait, no title yet, but uh, whatever it is, we'll 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 be diving on in uh, that and every Star Wars Saturday.
1: Yeah, barring uh, no new footage or other big news coming, we'll bring you at least that one big final preview. I would imagine you'll be hearing from us a couple times, but in the meantime, like we said before, finishing out the original trilogy, uh, perhaps some other Star Wars films uh, reappear on your feed or you check them out for the first time when they're available uh and yeah looking forward to talking not just new star wars but uh, a couple weeks matt star trek picard returning for what's probably the final uh season it's third although some comments to the contrary kind of seeming a little strange lately and then uh we'll be bringing you ant-man and the wasp quantum mania in uh february and uh you know all sorts of other marvel stuff as that hits
0: yes the marvel tv schedule still a little nebulous at this point um but yeah certainly looking forward to picard when it arrives I haven't always loved every episode of the first two seasons of Picard, but I think there's lots of potential for this to be the best outing yet.
1: And mm-hmm. in that science fiction adjacent world, there, you know, we got a lot of fans that overlap, and I think it'll be a real good warm up for us heading into and then overlapping with The Mandalorian in March.
0: And uh, of course, every podcast outing made possible by those who support us on Patreon.com/slash Fantastic Geeks been so fun doing a, uh, a special edition of our own for the uh, for the uh, Star Wars films episodes one through six, and uh, certainly uh, our own little way of giving thanks to those who support the podcast.
1: Yes, and in this year, Matt, 2023, Ooh. the 10th anniversary. In March of Fantastic Geek, some new things coming to uh, Patreon, some new ways of doing things, and always looking to add more value to the people that help us bring this to you. So get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantasticgeek uh, with the P and the H, all one word. Uh, You can choose the level at which to contribute you Put the value on what we do uh but it takes just a dollar to get you behind that door can't contribute right now get yourself over to apple podcast where you can leave us a rating or review on any of our 33 podcast feeds soon to be 34
0: pete i'll say it one more time if you're listening on the mandalorian podcast feed we will be back uh soon certainly between now and march 1st uh to to hype up the series if you're listening on the pop culture podcast by fantastic geek feed uh back this saturday for return of the jedi and then lots of uh lots of future discussions as we uh go this way and that ahead of launching into picard season three with that i will say adios to all our listeners pete and give you the final word this is the way